Good day, everybody. Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. We have a corporate update for you in this episode. Happy to welcome back the chairman of Meridian Mining, Mr. Gilbert Clark. Meridian Mining is a sponsor of the pod. I'm also a shareholder. They trade on the TSX with MNO and on the OTCQB with MRRDF. Uh, Gilbert, this is a a quick follow-up conversation based on this morning's news that Meridian has confirmed the second high-grade gold trend in the Cabasol Northwest extension there on the Cabasol mine project, Copper Gold VMS project in Brazil. Uh, You provided a lot of assay results here within the news release uh, but the headline assay peak assay was 41.4 grams per ton gold uh nothing to buck at there in terms of grade. no look we we we, we informed the market a couple of weeks ago firstly thanks trevor for having me on i should say beg your pardon <laughs> yeah look, a couple of weeks ago we months months weeks we we informed the market that we'd hit a um a zone of um uh, high-grade visual gold, and it was it it was actually to the to this southwest of the trend, and it occurred very high up in the drill, and it is it, it clearly showed us then that we had you know potentially a high-grade a second high-grade structure like the ones we'd seen at forty-nine and 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 fifty-two, uh, forty-nine yeah drill forty-nine and drill seventy-two. And those ones, you know, they were really quite very, you know, 72 went 12 at 16, 49 went 26 at 21 grams per tonne gold, all within a, a broad copper gold VMS um, mineralization. So that what we're very confident about, that we'd hit one of these second mineral trends, gold overprinting trends, that had been seen consistently over about a, about a 200 meter strike, cross strike length in the, in the Cabasol mine. So what we've really looked at is what, what does this mean when you hit another one of these zones? And we know this zone's almost certainly going to continue um, in various grades all the way back to the southeast of the mine. It means that the high grade gold overprint in the northwest extension, you know, we've got confidence that we're going to double what we expect to see in the, the gold content host within these high grade veins. But really, what the other thing I wanted to talk about and sort of informed everyone is, is that um, the holes 99 and, and 113, what they also showed was the Cabasau Northwest extension. And it's sort of its very limit to the northwest. It's starting to indicate that the whole system is bending to the west. And that's unlocking the potential for another, I don't know, 10, 15, 20% additional strike length of shallow mineralization on top of the 2,000 meters we've already defined. Uh, it's almost a, I, I would I, I really would ask people to go take a look at the visuals within the press release if I remind myself I'll put a link to the press release here in the show notes mm. uh, but it is interesting I think the best way to describe this and you do a good job in the visual in the visuals is really it's a fork in the road as far as where the mineralization is going you just explained it I know it's sometimes difficult to do it in a podcast audio form but really you're seeing this entire from the Cabasol mine through the northwest extension, it is heading obviously that direction northwest. But the second gold trend, as you described, is almost f- forking a veer left strictly to the west. And so you're starting to see this two trends: the first one heading northwest, the second one heading almost directly west. Uh, obviously, some due course drilling and follow up here to confirm that direction here. Yeah. I, I assume is in the company's future. 
Yeah, no, we've, we've got a rig up on that side of the hill as we speak, um, drilling that out. Um, and it, what I actually think it could be well be that the whole VMS system is actually bending across to the west. Because if everyone looks at that figure one from today's press release, which was you know, 26th of April, um, there's three little dots, if you can imagine them, in the, in the, in the middle between Cabasile West and the Cabasile Northwest. We actually previously announced in those that there's a high-grade gold structure overprinting there. So, you know, it's not a, a small across 50 metres, 100 metres across strike. This thing, these gold overprints are actually found over a, a long area. And that's very important, especially for the, this low-cost, what we think is going to be a low-cost open-pit open opportunity, which we're focused on. And, you know, you can see in, in figure one there, on today's press release, the, the extent of the known first gold vein and then the, the second one or the second set that we've uh, hit with holes 99, 103 and 106. Uh, we saw the gold visuals on that. We're just waiting for the uh, base metal assays to come through before we'll publish that. But certainly we're seeing it going back to the, the Cabasar mine where they actually mine multiple of these high grade structures. The one thing I, I will bring to everyone's attention, and it's again, it's it's better done in visually than trying to explain it. But on on figure two, um, what that is is a cross section from hole forty nine to hole one one three. So if you can imagine you're looking into the mountain, you're looking up to the northwest, and at the bottom of that diagram, you've got uh, two little blue, one blue, one brown um, envelopes of and what they are is they were the, the model that was used to calculate the historical resource. Okay, so that's how they calculated the tons and the grade. And you can see there, because they did not have the data, they did not have the drill results, these are our drill results. You can see that there's very limited resource was historically calculated in the northwest, at the very northern end there. And you can see the, the mass of mineralization that we're defining. And then you see that if you've got as you have in the northwest extension, they've got a, a set of drill holes every 100 metres and they're vertical 20, 30 metres apart. You've got absolutely no chance of ever defining a sub-vertical high-grade structure. So what does that mean? Well, that's contained gold that was missed by all that drilling and now we're defining that. We've defined it over one strike with for about 950 metres. So it pinches and swirls but it's consistent. And now we've hit another one, yeah. and there's, I can see no reason why we don't hit a, a third and a fourth or maybe even a fifth set. That will come out, because at the moment what we're doing is we're drilling a cross strike. That means we're drilling perpendicular to these veins with angled holes. Uh, Gilbert, let's talk about kind of the, the scope of the project now. You know, really the headline, the text in the, in mm -hmm. the message is really focusing on this high-grade uh, gold trend here now this is a vms project you get a little bit of well a little bit of everything some more than others but you know sometimes we see projects have a hard time bringing the focus to the market is it a gold project or is is it a copper project now you and i have had this conversation once again and i think it's worth opening the book um uh you know here you know mm. what, what's the market focusing now is it more of a gold precious metals play or is it we want to see more of a base metal copper play here out of Cabasol? Um, it, it's, that's, there's two answers to that, really. You know, if, 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 if you're a, somebody focused on metals, on gold metal, gold as a metal, not as a, as a currency, 
and you want exposure to copper, this is perfect. Now, if you're a, somebody who loves copper, wants exposure to copper, wants exposure to gold, well, again, we're perfect. Depending on the commodity prices, we're either 50% copper uh, in forward-focused financial modelling, or either 50% copper copper and 45% gold, or if gold's up, we're 50% gold and 45% copper on a cash flow basis. Um, but what you... The, the, one of the traps the, the often an investor comes from, and I sort of going back to sort of a background in, in in private equity management, is what you want is low opex, high sorry, low opex, low capex, rapid um, access to free cash flow, and then and then make sure that you you your base commodities are the bread and butter ones. You know, your base metals, copper, nickel, um, gold, silver for the precious metals. And you want to be able to extract that at low cost rapidly. Now, there are comparable companies, very good companies, and they're out there saying, look, we've got, we've just hit X metres of five gram, 20 metres of five gram gold, and it's fantastic. And they are great intercepts. They're 600 metres down. Now, the time it's going to take to develop an underground mine down to 600 metres, it's tough. That's a couple of years. Um, so that's cash flow you've got to produce to su sustaining cash flow. We're an open pit. Our mineralisation starts at surface. Our pre-strip should be very low, very low in some cases, because the mineralisation can be at times three metres below surface. So what we're presenting to the company is a a, a true mine development, what we're seeing here. It's not a speculation. This will, this project will be developed into a mine one day. It has the basic economics of a mining project, low strip ratio, strong grades, conventional metallurgy. And on top of that, it's considered to be a Brownsfields restart because it was a historical, historical mine there. So yeah, and I, I could tell you a dozen companies that got very good market caps and I think they've been very well promoted and they've been mining the market very successfully. What we're going to focus on is the purchase agreement, which is developing and building the Capital Mine. All right, Gilbert. Uh, I know there's going to be more news, obviously, coming down the pipeline, including uh, more assay results. You mentioned you're waiting on some of the base metal assays from previous holes. I'm assuming that includes that hole 106, uh, which the, had the visible gold, but you're still awaiting the final assays. Uh, those are pending. Uh, I would assume the next round of news it will be some of these drill results. Yeah, look, you know, as always, as, as soon as we, we get the batch results come through, we go through the standard QA, QC, uh, our own QA, QC. We verify the QA, QC results of cross-reference with the, the assay, the, the lab. So it takes, you know, we can't just pump them every second day. I'd love to be able to do that um, because it's not every... I can say this is... Um, of consistently, consistently bringing out significant major intersections of high-grade mineralization week after week, month after month, is what we've effectively done since March of last year. It's just something that is outside the norm of the mining industry for a, a project. But when you go to the historical camps, say Flin Flon or La Ronde, and combine all their drill results for 100 years, you'd see the same drill results as you're coming through from Cabasal. The only difference is those mines are nearing exhaustion. Sure, sure. I was going to say, I had a question from a shareholder today. 
I had a question from a shareholder today, and he said, "Look, is Cabasal a world-class deposit?" Well, I said, "Well, world-class has got Escondido things like that." But I, I can, I'm fairly confident now that we are becoming what I think is a, a world-class VMS camp. Very good. I'm a happy shareholder. Uh, Gilbert, thank you so much for uh, your time this morning, and I'm sure you and I will be catching up here relatively soon once these latest asset results do come into the market. Until then, stay safe, and uh, best of luck to you and the team. Thanks. Thanks, Joe. Joe. That's Gilbert Clark from Meridian Mining, again trading on the TSX with MNO and on the OTCQB with MRRDF. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.